man, I can shoot the ball. I know I can shoot the ball. I'm not worried about what anybody says. Like, I'm a dog on the court. That's how I play. They play fast. They have three-point shooting. They're young. They're versatile. And that's how I want to play. That's how I think the game should be played. You know, this team is on the rise. The city's on the rise. Oh, that's, that's exciting. You know, I'm getting chills talking about it. You are listening to Throne Room Breakdown with Jason Jones and Kenny Carraway, only on the Athletic Podcast Network. Welcome, everyone, to the Throne Room Breakdown. It's King's Lakers night, and as I call it, the rivalry that's not, it's more of a one-sided rivalry in the sense that one side cares and the other one doesn't. That's false. <laughs> the, that's false. In, in, case, in case you were wondering, this is Jason Jones with that take. <laughs> this is Kenny Caraway, and it is a rivalry. I'm going to tell you guys later why it's exactly it is a rivalry. Okay, well, it's not, but... <laughs> <laughs> The uh, big game for the uh, for the Kings tonight. They're playing the team with the best record in the Western Conference, second best record in the NBA. The Lakers have won nine of ten since they lost to the Clippers to open the season. LeBron James is playing defense like he's back in Miami. AD is playing like he's back at Kentucky and trying to dominate everything. And they've got guys like they got. Dwight Howard has been revitalized somehow, and yeah, Dwight, you know, has, uh, man, really putting himself, if, if he keeps this up, he could be the sixth man of the year this season. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so I mean, a lot to unpack with this game. The Kings are going to, of course, no De'Aaron Fox, no Marvin Bagley, maybe no Trevor Ariza. So it's going to be a, a tricky one for them, and the Kings haven't played a team this big. And I know Luke Walton's mentioned more than once, the Lakers are a big team. The Kings are not a big team right now. And so, you know, they don't have, I mean, throw Harrison Barnes at uh, LeBron James, but they don't have any other wings, especially if Trevor can't play close enough to defend him. I mean, you can't put, I don't know how they do James this. Gets, gets gets some run on him? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, he gets back. Yeah, Justin James gets baptized tonight. Winning <laughs> game. I don't know what I don't know what happens tonight. This is a tough matchup, you know. But so, so what's up, Kenny? What do you think about this one? What do you think about first off the Kings p- playing much better over the last week plus, and then just how they come into this game and how do they match up with the Lakers? Well, you know, let's start with the good. You know, let's let's start with a little positive here. Um, what they did on Tuesday night against Portland, very impressive. Very impressive. They came out, and there was a level of toughness from them. Now, they, they started the game off very slow, and if Portland was playing worth a damn at all, maybe that, that could have got out of hand early, but it didn't, and they bounced back, and they, and they took took over the game after that um, early uh, first quarter struggle. So, big ups to them. Bogdan Bogdanovic, 25 points, 10 assists. He stepped up like um, I was looking for him to do in that situation. So, um, good signs starting off for for their trek without De'Aaron Fox, um, which is going to be for a couple couple months, in my opinion. So that was a good start for that. Now you go into this Laker game. And I've talked to a, a good buddy of mine, and we've gone back and forth about the Lakers. I didn't think that the Lakers were – I didn't think they were going to be the top team in the West. I thought they'd be around three or four, you know, during the regular season, simply because I thought they were going to pace themselves in the regular season and prepare themselves for the playoffs, not because they didn't have talent. I thought they would take nights off, sit LeBron, sit AD, and it's actually been the exact opposite. They have attacked this regular season so far in this first 10, 11 games or so, and they're going balls to the wall. You know, I mean, you mentioned Dwight Howard is out here with the Renaissance. You got Caruso out here playing off the bench. Danny Green doing what he does. Anthony Davis looking like a defensive player of the year right now. And LeBron James. 
LeBron James is revitalized and rejuvenated after being off for pretty much um, half the season last year. And they're coming into every game looking to dominate. And I don't see any difference here tonight. I know um, AD is probable right now. I thought he might sit out tonight with his shoulder situation going up against his Kings team that they probably feel they could beat without Anthony Davis. Uh-uh. AD said, I'm out there tonight, man. So you're going to get you're gonna get the full Lakers. Rondo's back. You're going to get the full Lakers, man. Uh, Kings better be ready for sure because, like you mentioned, they're big inside for sure. Well, give it, make that like a sign of respect from the Lakers that AD is going to play. They knew they could sit it against the Warriors because, well, the Warriors are the Warriors. And <laughs> <laughs> so they, they could have probably threw me out there for five minutes against the Warriors and still been just fine. <laughs> you know, but this is a. I can only imagine yeah, the, the dirty look that our producer Brian is giving us right now on the, on the other side as we take these shots at the Warriors at Dub Nation. As I've said before, and I'll say it again, there is no such thing as a Dub Nation. <laughs> There is no such thing. That thing was invented five year, four or five years ago by the new wave of Warrior fan who joined on after they got rid of their either Kobe jersey or LeBron Heat jersey. We agree, Jason. We 100% agree. That's that's a whole – we'll talk about that during Warriors week. But we agree. Dub Nation – I don't call them the Dubs. They're the Warriors, okay? Period. Yeah. We don't say Warriors. Exactly. I'm all with that. So uh, let's dive in and more to this whole Kings Lakers. Uh, like I said I don't. I don't consider it a rivalry. I I really don't. You're wrong. I, okay. I, Go ahead. I, I, to me, a rivalry exists when both sides care. And I don't know any Laker fans who wake up in the morning wondering what the Sacramento Kings did. See, I've I've. I've and I and I just don't. I just don't see it. I just don't. It's. I think Sacramento cares way more about these games than L.A. does. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I mean, L.A. don't really care about much of anything, right? Like, even Giants <laughs> Dodgers, you know what I mean? It's more heated with the Giants than it is with the Dodgers. They kind of just go about everything. I mean, it's a beautiful place, 75 degrees every day. I mean, there's not too much to get worked up about. Now, they do get worked up about the Lakers. I don't want to dismiss them. They, they, they go hard for the Lakers out there all throughout the Los Angeles area. But, you know, this is a rivalry right here. Now, I got some facts here, Jason. I have five facts to confirm this is a, a rivalry between the Kings and the Lakers. Now, I'll go. I'm, I'll go I'm, here, for, I'm, I'm, I'm here for the fake, the fake news. So let's do it. I'll go one by one, and we'll stop after each one so you can address it. Okay. Number one. All right. Kings Lakers is a rivalry. Now, I don't look at it as a rivalry on par with the Lakers and the Celtics. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that by any means, but it is a rivalry. I would say it's it's more than, more of a rivalry than anyone in the Western Conference outside of maybe the Spurs. And I don't even think I don't even think the Lakers care about the Spurs as much as they care about the Sacramento Kings. Now you say they don't care about them at all. I, I would tend to disagree. But I don't even think they worry about the Spurs that much, right? The the Kings, they at the very least they like beating up on them. Okay? Now who else outside of the Spurs, I'll give you the Spurs, but who else in either the Showtime era or the Shaq and Kobe era? has had the Lakers memorable, historical playoff clashes for three straight years. It ain't Portland. It ain't Phoenix. It ain't Minnesota. All right? It's only the Sacramento Kings. The only franchise outside of the Spurs, once again, I will say that, that have pushed the, 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 the Lakers franchise to the brink in a playoff setting multiple times during championship runs. 
That's example number one. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> yes. I will tell you. Okay. First off, the whole they pushed him to the brink happened once. They that was a, 2002. Well, wait a minute. Okay. 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 They had him in a game five that no one thought the Kings were going to win. Well, they had him in a game five. They pushed him to the brink. Anything could happen. That was, because, that was more because the Lakers were lazy and the Lakers didn't take him seriously for two games. Once, once Phil was like, hey, cut it out. Let's go ahead and just get rid of these guys. They destroyed them in that game five. It so, wasn't close. Jason, I already the net, I okay, don't like let, the let, dismissiveness let, you're using when you talk about these early 2000s. I don't like it. It's it's disrespectful, Jason. Disrespectful. That was a one, wasn't that like a 1-8 matchup? Yeah, it was. It was dismissive, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, let's, let's move to the next year. Let's, let's, let's move to 2001 now, where – now that was a that was a historic that was a sweep that was a beatdown that was that was not a rivalry that was nothing that was like a bump on the road. Remember that Laker team only lost one playoff game that entire entire run and they needed AI to have like the game of his life to get that one loss. Step back on time. Step over that boy. Okay, yeah, but I think Ty bounced back from that too. <laughs> then okay, 2002 to me was the one year where it was legitimate, where you could say okay. These guys, this is a legit, this is a legit rivalry. You know, the Kings are a legit threat. The Kings had home court advantage. The Kings lost. Okay, now look, that goes into my second point. All right, the Kings lost the Western. These are these are facts about this Kings rivalry. I'm giving you facts. The Kings did not lose the Western Conference Finals in 2002 because of a shady game six. I will be a, a, a man with honor and integrity and tell you that is not why they lost in 2002. We all know that was a, a shady a shady game as hell. Matter of fact, how about we even go down to not calling Shaq stepping over the free throw line every time from game four on? Never calling that not once, but whatever. We all know game wah, six. We all wah, know game six was wah. shady. I've always said game seven they missed 14 free throws at the crib. All right. It was an overtime game. They missed 14 free throws at the crib. They went two of 20 from beyond the arc in that game at the crib. Those are the reasons why they lost that series, not game six. And oddly enough, I've seen that game seven, you know, about a handful of times because I don't want to watch it too many times, but a handful of times. The Kings were up by like two with 30 seconds to go in regulation. They should have closed it out. I think they had the ball up too with 30 seconds in regulation. I don't know yeah. how. Weren't they, they about? Weren't they up by 15 in the second half? Hey, yeah. They, look, I'm gonna tell you this, and this is this is this is something that Laker fans, well, they probably don't care about acknowledging because they won. They they won the series. History is written by the uh, victors. I understand that. The Kings dominated that entire series. Aside from Game One, they beat the they beat the living hell out of the Lakers the entire series. They smacked him around game two, uh, destroyed him in game three. If it wasn't for um, Robert Ory not being a good power forward and going to rebound and Samaki Walker's ridiculous um, late half-court shot at the end of the first half of game four, they were smacking him around there, beat him in game five. They were beating him in game six. They were beating him in game seven. They were clearly the better team. They didn't get the win, but they were the better team. Okay, well, let me re- re- rewind that for you. You can't say you dominated when you lost the first and last game at home. You lost two home games as the number one seed. Let's go to game four. You were up by 20. You had, what, 40 points in the first quarter? You finished with like 100 for the game? I mean, I mean okay. You dominated. They, dom- they dominated the first quarter of that game. They didn't dominate. They dominated the first quarter of that game. In game five, 
Close no, the infamous, the famous Mike Bibby, you know, makes the great don't shot. It. Don't don't say I know where uh, you're going. Don't say it, Jason. I got two I got two plays to go. Two ways to go. Moving screen See, I knew you and the there. moving screen and the ball should have been the Lakers out of bounds anyway. There was no replay back then. So if you want to cry about them not getting the Tamaki Walker call right, which I, I understand. You also got to re- realize that the Lakers should have had the ball in game five, and it, it, they should have got the ball. It should have been King's ball. Touche. We all know Derek Fisher. So, Derek Fisher is a, is a famous flopper, though. I, I don't think Weber hit him that hard. Or whatever. I mean, it's easy for you to say. You didn't get hit by a six foot ten dude. It's <laughs> 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 easy for you to say whether he didn't hit him that hard. Let me but, just say, I, don't I mean, I to me, the whole basis. Derek Fisher does or says at this point after after some of the things that's gone on. Since then, hey, we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna go into that because well some things are we want to make this a child friendly show and we don't want to have to go into all that. But I mean, outside to me, outside of two thousand two, I just can't call this a rivalry because after that, I don't think Laker fans were worried about the Kings. It was like, all right, we had our fun with them. That was fun, and then you moved on. I think they've had much you know, in terms of intensity and like hatred. I think the Spurs would be ahead of them. Portland would be ahead of them. Portland, why? Uh, why? What has Portland ever done to be ahead of the Kings? But choke away at Game Seven in LA. Portland goes all the way back. They've had. They remember that's the team that the '91 um, Lakers knocked upset to get to the finals. Okay. 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 So I mean, so I mean, I think you can, I would go there. Hmm. So obviously Boston or Detroit. Detroit, huh? They still, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I feel that way. I I've never felt when I was had my time living in LA. I never felt. They were still upset with, you know, Detroit and that rivalry. But I, I historically, from a distance, I felt yes, that was that was a uh, that was a rivalry. But they're on the East Coast. I was talking about West Conference teams. Okay. Well, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, I mean, I said except for a little blip, I just don't see the Kings as oh, wow, you know. And part of that is also to being an LA team, everyone hates you. This fact. Everyone, you know, you know, I didn't realize the Dodgers were so hated till I went to college in Northern California. Oh yeah. Because I was yeah. just. It's L.A. Like, the Padres hate us. Uh, the Rockies hate us. The Diamondbacks. Everyone hates us. So it's no big deal to be hated. And I realized, wow, they really care. It's like they should, like, go to the beach or something after this game. They should relax. <laughs> like, why are y'all so wired up about this? Oh, my God. It's... You go to you go to the beach in San Francisco and you need a, a triple-thick goose uh, to go to the beach. Yeah. That's, that's the problem. With yeah, you, 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 yeah, you wear Tim's to the beach in San Francisco. <laughs> Facts. Facts. So, and now you talk about blip on the radar. Now, and, and Jason, you may disagree. 2003, the Kings were coming for their heads. They were coming for their heads. They were about to smack them boys up before Chris Webber went down on the baseline in Dallas. I fully believe that. That was the year the Kings were going to win the championship. And that was also the time when uh, when it all ended for the Sacramento Kings. So that was number two. Number three, I feel like Los Angeles versus Sacramento is a perfect rivalry for this league. Once again, I'm going to give a shout out to my man, uh, Brian, on, on producing the show. He's going to be a little upset. But I feel, at least in basketball, L.A. versus San Francisco doesn't work the same way L.A. versus Sacramento does. The contrast of the two cities. You know, you got the glitz and the glamours of Hollywood and Los Angeles. Then you got this blue collar, you know, cow town, as people have tried to describe it in the past in Sacramento. It is a perfect contrast. And I know that that they tried to have this uh, rivalry last year. Or, you know, they're trying to start this thing up with the Warriors and the Lakers or whatever the case may be. It's not there. It's not there the way 
Los Angeles versus Sacramento is. I think that's a perfect dynamic for this city, or excuse me, for this league. And yeah, that adds to another fact between these two these two franchises. I'm trying to make sure I get the, why people in LA will care. Like because uh, they don't care. Once again, I, they don't I, care about anything. Let's let's get that. That's not true. That's not true. We care. You know, I say we as a Southern California native. We care about our appearance. <laughs> um, we care about a lot of things. I mean, and we shouldn't. And we shouldn't be shamed for that. We shouldn't be shamed because we care. You care about who you we know. Care. Like, why is that a shameful LA, it's like oh yeah yeah I know da, 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 I got this connect like they definitely care about who they know and other people knowing that they know this person no I mean no just like I don't know I just LA Sacramento I mean I don't it's hard to have beef with the city of Sacramento it's like it's Sacramento well that's that's the other thing so look I, I also say this because I have a few Laker fans in my life and they've acknowledged they're hardcore Laker fans just like you uh, were or are, I, I'm not putting anything on you. I know you're professional now, okay? So I, I'm I'm just saying, they're hardcore Laker fans, and um, they've acknowledged. Okay, we see that they at least see the Kings. They look at us as, as little brother. They look at us no competition or whatever the case may be. Easy work, but they see the Kings. All right, and you know what? We'll take it. We'll take it. At least for now, until we start beating you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, okay, well. I don't know the, we'll see about that tonight. You know, it could happen. It could happen. It could happen. I mean, it's not like it's impossible. The the Kings aren't a bunch of scrubs. I mean, the Kings aren't. You know, they aren't the New York Knicks or the, the Golden State they Warriors were in right New now. York Even, last night, go New York, go well, New York, go. Well, the Knicks own Porzingis. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, but uh, I just think yeah. It's, I mean, I, this growing up in Southern California, we liked. We had no. I mean, when the Kings got started playing well, got good, we were happy because it was like, man, remember how we used to always beat up on the Kings every game? This is cool. They're competitive. I mean, I haven't forgotten Damn that. Big brothers. I, 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 I haven't forgotten that. I know. I talked to Gary Gerald about this one. I haven't forgotten that forty to four first quarter game. Oh, man. I don't even got, remember, got the, it, and I'm perfectly familiar with that 40 to four first quarter. Can you imagine if that happened in the Twitter era? Oh God! Especially with this queen, this King's Twitter. Oh man. Oh man. Oh well, 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 the coach got fired the next day, so I mean that would that would have happened, yeah. But it's uh, yeah. So I said, us LA folks, us Long Beach, you know, Long Beach people, all of us, you know, we like Sacramento. We okay. do. Well, straight shot up I five. It's easy to get to, you know. It's it's like being in North. It's like being in the Bay, but not the Bay. So it's like you can be in Northern California, but not have to deal with the Bay. It's cool. I like and, Sacramento. And I will say this, as somebody that we mentioned it numerous times, I lived in L.A. for almost a decade. This is probably sacrilegious, no pun intended. I love L.A. I think L.A. Is of course you do. Great of course place. you do. I think I I never look if you would ask teenage Kenny Carraway his thoughts about L.A. It would be all the vitriol that probably everybody else has to say about it that lives in this city. Adult Kenny Carraway, I love me some Los Angeles. It is a great place. You won't you won't hear me speak bad about L.A. I love me some L.A. But when it comes to their sports teams, um, yeah, they can all go to hell. So that's how I feel okay. about that. Now, number all four, right. number four, I got two more points. Okay. This is just a fact, and this is this is something that doesn't even need any explanation. If you're a Sacramento native and you root for the later the Lakers, that says a lot about you as your character as a person, and quite frankly, it's an embarrassment. 
that that's just the, the bottom line. <laughs> it's an embarrassment. You should be embarrassed if you are from this city and you're a Lakers fan. Consider yourself embarrassed. Wow. Wow. And well, here's, a, here, here, here's what I've heard in Sacramento from people. I've heard this more than once. They'll, especially people older. They'll say, we had no team until 85. Okay. I will I will so, that. Uh, so they'll say, they said, a lot of them have told me, they were Laker fans because they had no team. And then when the Kings got there, the Kings were so god-awful for the most part. That's no excuse. Hey, I, 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 hey, 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 don't come at me about it. I'm just reporting what I've been told by people. <laughs> That's no excuse. All right, if you're I 30 have years to, I, and younger I, 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 and you're rooting for the Lakers, you're embarrassing. No, and Simple see, but some of those older people then, in turn, raised the Laker fans. Um. Yeah, they, they have, your, and they have so, your own identity. And, if you're thinking you have your own identity, be your own person. Stop being. Stop the cycle of embarrassment in your family and, and, and root for the team that's in your backyard. I, I mean, I guess you can do that, but I'm saying, you know, cut up some slack. You know, some people were raised in Laker households in Sacramento. It's many more than people want to admit because, trust me, I don't believe all those Laker fans who flood Golden 1 all drove up from L.A. Not at all. There's a, there's a uh, contingency of embarrassing people throughout the city. We, that's just a fact. It's just a fact. Okay, uh, uh, and don't forget the, the contingency. They're all LeBron fans. Like I'm not a Lakers fan. That's I'm a LeBron fan. That's a whole other thing, and that's also embarrassing in its own right. Now, I really like LeBron. LeBron's my guy. I wanted the Cavs to beat the Warriors because I like LeBron James. But I didn't. Go, I didn't go out and be Team LeBron. I didn't abandon the Kings because LeBron James was on the Cavaliers. It's, it's ridiculous. It, it is. The, the word of the day is embarrassing. That's exactly what it is. So if you're listening to this as a Sacramento native or you know somebody as a Sacramento native that is a Laker fan, go up to them today and say you're embarrassing. Let them know that. All right. You don't have to go. You don't have to go Miles Garrett on them. You know, you don't have to do that. I'm just saying let them know they're embarrassing for that. Simple okay, so if we see some, if some fights break out today over people getting called embarrassing, we know where this all came from. <laughs> I, I didn't do it. Now, number five, and this is probably one of the more important parts um, of the five facts that I have about Kings versus Lakers. And this is, this is maybe the biggest fact that I have. Kobe was lying. He did not get food poison when he came out here to Sacramento. Oh, and I'm here sick of that go. story. I'm sick of him here slandering. Where were they staying at? The Hyatt? Stop with the, the the slander Hyatt. Kobe was lying because he wanted to create his own Jordan Game 6 in Utah moment or Game 5 in Utah moment. The only problem is Jordan really went to Vegas and was gambling and, and was, was on a bender, allegedly. And Kobe wanted to create that. There was no Vegas around. He didn't have anybody to, you know, to, to, to bounce this type of story off of. So he made up the food poisoning story. And it's disgusting. Kobe, I like you. That's embarrassing. Come clean about that soon. You were not food poisoned here in Sacramento. Okay. First off, you're, again, you're wrong. I stand with Kobe in belief that he was actually poisoned. By the by the by an under by an undercooked cheeseburger and probably a stale old cheesecake that was dressed up to give the presentation of a fresh one that probably was probably was from the first round of the playoffs and you know Kobe being so laser focused on just getting his his pre his, his rest and his meal didn't realize that the food was old and bad because I mean if you if you think about that. First off, why would you want that moment in game two? You just won game one. There was no need for that. Kobe. Secondly, we all know how Kobe and secondly, eh. we all know he he was he was he was wearing Mike's jersey coming to the games. Do we forget that? He was the second. Yeah, he was the, yeah in two thousand two. Who's the second best player in the NBA? Yeah. So. Okay, let's. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do my googles. I don't know. 
Second best. Player. He's the second best player in the NBA. Don't 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 argue me. Don't at me. Second best player in the NBA. Two best players. That was the only time, in my opinion, in NBA history where the two best players in the game were on the same team. They were the two what best players in the game. That year? Not better than Kobe. Hmm. Okay. In my opinion, and in my and in this, and in this, and in this case, this. and in this case, my opinion is right. We're not even going to discuss it. My opinion is right. They were the two best players in the game. Uh, and when you don't face a double, yeah, team, and, it's easy to put up the numbers. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. And I Penny like Hardaway Kobe. didn't win. I like Kobe. Don't get it twisted. Everybody, don't get it twisted. I had a number eight. Kobe jersey and a number 24 Kobe jersey. I like being my man, That's my, my guy. man, my okay. man, my I got man. No hate towards him. I'm only spitting facts out here. He was lying and, and he only faced one on one coverage and, and, and that helped a lot. We saw what happened with okay. when Smush Parker was out there. Okay, well, that was Smush Parker. I mean, okay, and he still he still averaged like 35. Well, okay, well, back to him lying about being food poisoning. Go ahead, tell me why I'm right. Uh, no, I'm not going to tell you why you're right. Secondly, they lost that game, remember? And if Kobe could have played well and played, they win that game, as Phil Jackson pointed out so eloquently later on after the series. If Kobe's not poisoned, the Lakers go up, go home up 2-0 with three home, with, with three home games still in the series, and then they probably sweep the Kings or beat them in five. I, I... Are that's you, what the you, that's you, what the great that's, that, that's what that's what the great Phil Jackson said. I'm not I I am no expert. I'm going to take Phil's word, and that's what Phil said. We all I'm know, not we all know Phil was on that Dion Waiters uh, multiple times throughout throughout the course of his career. So hey, hey, don't don't, here don't, don't to Phil Jackson. Don't hate on that. You know, it's 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 it's, it's a new day. You know, <laughs> it's been decriminalized, and if Phil needed to do something to. To ease the pain in his back or, you know, take his mind of having to coach Kobe and Shaq. Or maybe he was worried about what are we going to do with Peja. Let me, you know, get my mind right. No, I'm not going to judge Phil for that. That's another but thing about you the were, series. Peja did not play till what, game six, five, six? Something like that. And when he something did play like in game seven, it was, it was basically like if De'Aaron Fox played tonight. That's how Peja's ankle was, basically. Let's just, just keep it a stack. He's, he's still, a borderline even still, and he wasn't he wasn't in there. He had, it was like twenty points still, in that year. Even still, they should have they still have won. Even still, I agree. I'm just, even I'm still, just, I'm just saying. Even even still, you know, you may want to point to the fact that uh, Bobby Jackson was taken out of Game Seven as the problem. Hmm. I mean, you should just let him go ahead and finish. Uh, let's let's not open up old wounds. Let's not let's, let's not chip away at this anymore. You know, I, I, thought know. I, was, I thought I was there. But, 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 I thought I was ready, and I'm not. So yeah, but look, like I said, though you will not slander the good name of Kobe Bean Bryant and say that he pretended to be sick to create a moment. Fam, again it, it, in the Western, exactly in the West, in game, in game two of the conference finals in a series they thought they were going to win. When, so I don't was, think he that was basically the NBA finals. Everybody knew that in that season. So when else was he going to do it against? Uh, Against the Blazers in Game One against Ruben Patterson, that's when he was going. That's when he was going fake being sick. No, you're going to do it on the hey, big well, stage well, of the well, season. Well, Ruben well, was the Kobe stopper. Remember, remember until, he was he until so. somebody told Kobe that. Until until somebody <laughs> told Kobe that he was the Kobe stopper, and then it was curtains. It, it canceled Christmas on Ruben Patterson after that. So okay, so you you, you you have the, stated the your five lies. Is, is Kobe is, is Kobe uh, lied about being sick? We all know it was fake. And, and you know the beauty of all five of your facts? Pretty much none of them have happened in the last 20 years. So, <laughs> well, you, therefore, proving my point, 
proving my point that it's not a rivalry. It's, it's It can be fun and competitive. I hope it's a rivalry. I hope to, you know, because even like recently, both teams have been bad. And who cares when two bad teams play? This is, this is true. I mean, to me, and to me, the, 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 the window of the time where both teams were actually good and competitive is so small. You know, it's 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 hard to be like, yeah, they're rivals because I mean, really, we're looking like a three, four, maybe five year stretch, and even during that stretch, the Lakers were clearly the better team. All right, with the with the clearly, let's relax. Let's relax. There okay, was, I mean, uh, there was a there was about a four year stretch. Two seasons, the Lakers were the better team. Two seasons, the Kings were the better team. The Lakers won all three playoff series. We discussed how much they were dominated, and it, it, I mean, I'm trying not to go to that card. But game six is just what I mean. How, look, is it am I lying that that Shaq stepped over the free throw line seventy five times in the last three games? I don't remember that. Mm. I'll I'll bring the Zabruder film for you. I got you. I don't. Want, I'm not gonna watch it. So okay. <laughs> <I got you. laughs> so when it when it comes to tonight though, I understand that the Lakers are the overwhelming favorite. They're playing great basketball. I'm gonna say it right now. I'm, I'm pretty. I've been pretty spot on so far this year. When I've when I've said it right now, that's that's the, the the key word. I'm gonna say it right now. I think we got a game tonight. I think we got a game tonight. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say the Kings are, are gonna win. I'm not gonna go out on that ledge. I'm not gonna jump out that window. But I, I they what is it? Eleven point spread. Take the Kings and the points. I think we got a game tonight. That's all I'm I hope we got a game. I hope we got a game tonight, and I never know the spread. I never know any of that because my motto is I'm not going to base or hope or think anything about a game based on whether or not someone was at the strip club last <laughs> night or if they. You know, I mean, once you get to know these guys, it's like I'm not going to wager money because this dude got into a fight with his wife last night, and now he and now he's in his. I I, I can't put my money out there on that, you know, or, or that guy's mad at his teammate because they're talking to the same woman. Yeah, yeah, that's. What I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm not. I'm not wagering money off of that. So that's I always a, say, hey, don't don't. If you're gonna gamble, don't gamble on these guys. I would just go to the crap table. I want to ask you something real quick though before uh, we get out of here. Some actual king stuff. How long has it been since uh, Bagley heard? It's, it's been about three weeks. We're almost at that four-week mark. What do, what do you have? You heard anything about uh, Marvin coming back relatively soon, or what, what's the word on him? Mm, last time Marvin talked about it was basically he said there's still no timetable, and when you know the problem is is that he can run, he can do workouts, he can do all that stuff, but if he gets hit on that hand again before it's healed, it'll need surgery. That's my understanding. And so it's like, you know, you just can't like wear a glove over it or just protect it because of where it, because of where it is. And if he gets hit again, he's out. He's really out. So, there, I mean, he was out on the court yesterday at practice getting his work in, running, doing all the stuff he can do. He just can't, you know, but he, there's just still no timetable for when he'll be back. So I said, this has been a rough way for the Kings to start the year in terms of their health. Yeah, but and, and the, the much maligned. Got to give a shout out to Luke Walton because he's he's got him above water right now, four and six. Like I mentioned, these guys are falling back. Mavs are six and five. Uh, I think five and six is the Spurs record or something like that. These teams are falling back, and he's got him up, you know, above water from the time being. He's gonna have to really put on that coaching hat and that uh and that that team leader hat, you know, to deal without Fox. But um, big two games coming up this weekend, man. Lakers tonight, Celtics on Sunday. Can they get one of them? I. It's going to be tough, but if they can get one of them, that, that would be really good. I would bank on the Sunday game, early game. Maybe the Celtics are a little bit off. You know, they're on a road trip. 
those are those are type of games if you're a Kings team you got to try to get you know team comes to your house they've been on the road for a little bit you try to run them out the building well Jason um I'm just, I mean, because if that's what we're doing out here, don't eat any of the burgers over at the uh, JW Marriott. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, whatever. Because if that's how, they may be still trying to get get back. They may be waiting for the perfect time 20 years later to get that get back. So don't eat none of the burgers or the cheesesteak over there. Well, they they, they love me out here. And they they know who I am. They love me. (laughs) And everyone knows if I'm home, I'm not going to go to hotel. I'm going to go to Fat Burger. Duh. Fatburger, um, I know we're, we're running past time, but I got to ask you, has the um, Roscoe's on Manchester by LAX, has that taken over as the new primary Roscoe's from the one on Pico? I don't know. I, I wouldn't say all that. I think Pico Everybody and Hollywood. on Manchester. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's convenient, but, you know, I've been to every single Roscoe's. I love so. the one in Long Beach. Shout out <laughs> to your people out in Long Beach. That's the one I used to always go yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, you know, I think that you know it's going to be a. I don't know who who's taking over. I probably hit serving spoon later before the game, so mm. that'll be my that might be my stop this time on this go around. So yeah, yeah. So I guess we get. I guess it's time for us to get ready to roll on out, get ready for this. What I hope is going to be a competitive, fun game. It's going to uh, be a game today. Kings Lake. It's going to be a game. I'm yeah, and for right and for all my jokes, I y'all know I know everyone cares. You know, <laughs> I just got to remind y'all. You know. I'm pretty sure my members are going to blow up today about me, my pro-Laker, pro-LA propaganda. I'm ready for it. Get I'm em, ready guys. for it. Get them. I'm here Get for em. I'm I'm here for it. That's why I tell I, I told him. I tell everybody before Luke Walton was your guy, he was my guy. He was that. He was he was he was my guy off the bench. I'm like there go Luke getting the game. So hey. <laughs> No, doubt. no. Anything else you want to add before we dip out of here? Nah, man. That's it, man. A big, big, uh, big weekend for these kings, man. Get one of them. Get one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get one of them. Make my time in LA fun. This is Jason Jones, who is back home, and will definitely get some home, co- some, some home cooking, but some some comfort food from home before I get back to Northern California. No doubt. This is Kenny Carraway and Kobe. We're still waiting for you to come clean. You lied. Thank you. <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one. All right.